You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. We kick things off with Chantal Marks uh, from FNB Wealth and Investments just to give us a sense of how the markets have performed today. Um, good evening, Chantal. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, give us a sense of how the JSC closed out the month of February and what the RAND is doing for the for the month and what we can expect for the month of March. So it was a very slow day on the market today, and it looked like we were going to have another bit of a of a depressing day, which has kind of been the mainstay of markets in <laughs> February. We had such a massive jan, and February's been all over the place, and it kind of has been, has felt like markets have been trending sideways, if not moving in the wrong direction. Um, but towards the end of the day, we did see a really nice little little kick up, and and volumes had recovered quite nicely. I think it could also be a function of uh, the end of the month. The rand, the rand, also <laughs> for most of the day didn't look great, but um, we did see it strengthen quite nicely into the close. Um, if we look at the currency on a one month basis. It's right down there still, um, 6.2% lower or higher, depending on how you look at it, weaker against the U.S. dollar. Um, And that really is a function of, firstly, a a strong U.S. dollar, but, but really we are among the majors the third weakest currency for the month of Feb. Um, and I think that 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 points to idiosyncratic risk. And by idiosyncratic risk, I mean some South African-specific risks. Um, even though we had a, a really measured budget from a markets perspective, other things like the impact of load shedding on growth, uh, the the grey listing, of course, um, and really a lot happening on the political front, I think really weighing on the local currency so far or well. We're done, actually, in Feb. <laughs> mm. Is there light at the end of the tunnel for the RAND? Because, I mean, as you said, some of the factors are South African-specific factors, which means unless we address them, if we do see something like renewed uh, or continued dollar strength, rather, with the Fed taking uh, more protectionist decisions to protect the dollar, um, we could we potentially see the RAND go beyond that 18 Rand 50 level? We know it's been sort of clutch at that level for, for quite some time. It's tested it in October. It, it sort of bounced from there back in COVID uh, times in April of 2020, but could we potentially see the RAND breach and go above 1850 for the month of March and stay above that? I know no one wants that, but I mean, is it a reality? Well, the exporters want it, um, <laughs> but no one else really wants it. I think um, I think there, there absolutely is a risk of that just because of how weak the, the currency is um, at the moment and how negative sentiment is towards the RAND currently. Mm. But it is dependent on so many factors. So if we see a continued uh, a continued positivity or renewed positivity towards emerging markets, the RAND could benefit from that. Um, that said, if we are going to see sticky inflation in the US and in Europe and monetary policy action that really tries to contain that, in other words, uh, interest rates are increasing in the developed world, we could miss out because cash rates in the developed world are looking more attractive relative to taking on the risk of owning emerging market assets. Then there's also the commodity price story. If commodity prices recover quite nicely and the oil price doesn't look to uh, do too well, that could be good for our export-import 
matching, if I can put it that way. Um, and that could also support the RAND. Of course, if things go the other way, um, we will still continue to see RAND weakness. So I think there's a, there's a high there's a high risk or a high probability that we could see short-term weakness in the RAND. That being said, um, and I'll close off because my monologue has been quite long, <laughs> uh, we do expect the RAND to strengthen uh, as the year progresses, as some of these international risks start fading because the RAND is an undervalued currency at the moment and currencies, like all asset prices, tend to move to their fair values over time. Mm -hmm. Before I let you go, Chantal, what do you uh, make of the Sabanye numbers? I mean, we, we know that the profits were down. I have a chat with their CFO um, in our conversation a little later in, in the show. Um, but I just want to get your thoughts on what we saw. I mean, we saw the share price down more than 2%, at some stage down up to 3 to 4%. Uh, do you think the market was a little too harsh on them um, from a reactionary standpoint? Or do you think that's very much in line with what we're seeing in the PGM space at the moment? So I think the market's quite harsh on PGMs generally at the moment. And the, the, the market does react harshly to numbers that they don't like. Mm. Um, I don't understand the market reaction here because most of this was already known to the market. The, the numbers were guided for by management. So we knew that this wasn't going to be a, a great set of numbers. Um, and none of the detail really stood out for me in terms of adding to the risk of owning um, owning this company. Um, I think that there's the, the negativity around the sector generally is uh, is really an issue here at the moment. And then the way that Sabanya is going about allocating capital, I think is a company-specific issue that they need to, to address with shareholders. Shareholders are quite nervous that Sabanya is making lots of acquisitions um, in kind of the next-gen uh, metal space. And they're not 100% sure that this is the best way to go about allocating surplus capital. These companies are still quite cash-rich. And investors want a little bit of that. They want some dividends in their pockets and perhaps even special dividends. So perhaps something that the company needs to, to provide clarity on. Um, and then we, we could see investors return to the name. Mm. Well, we'll find out from uh, Sibanya when we speak to them later as to what their plans are around that space. Um, Chantal, do we think that the top 40 is going to go back above 75,000 points? I know for the month of January, we had a really good month, up more than 10% on the top 40. And it looks as though um, Friday's grey listing is pretty much the only uh, negative for uh, the month of February, if you look at the fact that the month of February is going to close down, what, just under 3%. Um, do we think that now that everything settles and once the dust settles, rather, we could potentially see the top 40 go back up and, and make new highs in the month of March? I think we could still have a couple of difficult months ahead of us, particularly as um, kind of these global risks are still quite prevalent. Mm. Um, once we can see in hard numbers what the recovery in China actually looks like, and we can see light at the end of the tunnel in terms of the US inflation trajectory, perhaps then we'll see that risk on mood return to markets. Um, that said, the market's quite volatile at the moment, and momentum is an extremely strong, um, a strong force. So if you do start seeing some sort of some sort of sentiment shift it could happen pretty quickly towards the end of the year absolutely i think that we still have a lot to offer from a local market perspective and i wouldn't be surprised if we see 75000 again mm. well there we have it uh, optimistic on the markets as always thanks very much for your time that was Chantal Marks who's the head of research at FNB Wealth and Investments just giving us a sense of how the markets closed out the month of february and where the rand's performance is sitting 
You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.